When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dungeon Damsels, everybody. This is our spooky episode. We're doing a 5E multi-shot of three episodes consisting of an underwater campaign with a spooky element. In a homebrew world, let's go around and introduce ourselves. My name is Tiffany. I'm the GM. Michael. That's it? <laughs> so ominous. Should I, should, I say, should I say my character? Or um, yeah, just that don't that say, like, just say who you are, but don't describe her yet, because you'll describe it in video. Should I say my class? Sure. Yeah, say um, right, sure, your sure. name, your character's name, and your character's class. Alright, sure. Hey guys, I'm I'm Michael at RoboSardi, and tonight I will be taking the role as Valarin. The Merfolk Cleric of Lucky. But we'll go into that later. Next up, we have Serena. Hello, everyone. My name is Serena at Pixie Apocalypse, and I will be playing the role of Sonam Hashinsa. So, yeah. Yes. And Chris. the name. How do you say the last name again? Hashinsa. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Aww. Aww. And then you go, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Kristen. Oh, yes. I'm Kristen. Hello. At Chris LV. And I'm going to play Nogwin. And I don't need these for her, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, without further ado, we'll get started. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dungeon Damsels presents Dark Waters. Our usually, our, usually our campaign takes place on the continent of Ironir in the world of Etria. Tonight we will go to the southern end of Ironir, past its coastlines, past the Rishi Isles, and deep into the vast Sapphire Sea. Here in the cool blue waves lives an isolated community of variants, merfolk, and other aquatic dwellers who pay homage to the great shark deity, Laki. The society is deeply steeped in the coven of Laki and a collection, a collection of witches that have long overseen its people. And recently, a militia has formed to assist the coven in protecting the city or uh, Yanacha, the city of Yanacha. We will start our journey with Valarin. 
Priestess of Laki. Uh, you are at your daily worship, and what are, what does that look like to you? Oh, it is very simple. We wake up fairly early in the day, as far as you can tell, from beneath the sea. And me and my fellow priestesses will go along the outskirts of the town. We each carry a bag with us, with a, a red mist trail that slowly trails off. And we just grab what seems like chunks of dead fish or dead undersea dwellers, and we spread it across the under or on the outskirts of the town to give thanks and to attract the sharks of the other depths, because we all know that the. Sharks of the Sapphire Sea are the servants of Blackheed and also help protect this town. The militia aren't doing their job. Keep ne'er dwells and those unwanted out of our haven. You also have a daily duty of that changes throughout each sister. You take turns doing it, basically. But you and your, your co-worker, Hogarth, come and are assigned hearing duty, where you uh, basically take a public forum and address the needs of the people. You've been paired with your fellow sister, Hogarth. She's someone you've never quite been able to, well, reach. So your presence together is awkward, but manageable. It's like co-worker, you're like, mm, okay. <laughs> she ho is, however, your superior, not the coven mother, of course. But um, that's her name is Vasta. The coven mother is named Vasta. But Hogar is nonetheless above you. A long slew of merfolk and kuatoas and various other aquatics have lined up for your address. The first comes up. Priestesses, I am Grandy. It's a small aquatic being. You can't remember the name of its species. It's like Samhaim or Kutoa. Unless you tell me otherwise. If I say something about your character that you're like, that's not right, then don't tell me. You know. This one appears to be female. My brother Grudo, he went to the trenches. Hogar hisses next to you. <laughs> Foolish chum. <laughs> Why did he do that? Grendy cowers. We are weak and miserable. We have no offerings for Laki. Grudo went to the trenches in search of offerings. <laughs> that wretch should have offered himself. Not bother us with saving his worthless scary hide. I, I put my hand in front of... Um... Okay, now, now, just because some are less fortunate doesn't mean you have to look down at them. They come here beseeching our guidance, our blessing. Come now, tell us, tell us more. Well, we went to the trenches, I told him not to go, but we should figure out something else to do, but he insisted. 
not seen it since. It's been three days. I worry for him. I know that I am weak. I dare not go beseech the might of the covenant to search for my brother. Hmm. Do you have anything of his? Any any personal items? She um, offers up this. Uh, like, uh, she searches through her like little. She has this little bag that's like just seaweed and like old cloth, and she pulls out this rusty like cane. Hmm. This is his his treasure. And do you know of any items that he carries on his person? Something that you can describe to me. Maybe a close personal apparel, it's jewelry. Like, it's like a trident, but small. And there's four pods. About the size of that thing. And she points to the ceiling. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I look at the um. I look at the line that's like building up, right? I'm pretty sure there's like a bunch of people who are looking towards the coven. Yeah. Uh, um, I turn towards um, Hogar, and I'm like, "Well, you are you as my superior. I'll let you handle the rest of these. I will accompany this poor child in Casa." A ritual to help find her brother. It shouldn't take long. I think we only need one sister for the job. Unless you think you need help. As I lean in close to Hogar. <laughs> Hogar, like, she, you see, like, you do that, like, you lock eyes and there's that mean girl stare between the two of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I tilt my head just slightly, and I'm just like, thank you. Come, child. But this is basically what... Alright, here we go. Um, we go to the outskirts of town, or at least as close to where... Uh, uh, where... um, Not Grindy, but his her brother. It was Gren? Grio. Grio, okay. Yeah. I guess close to it, we can get to where Grio was within a safe distance, of course, that okay. she's comfortable with. Uh, Grandy leads you to the outskirts of town, and like, just like, you can see the, the trenches, like, off mm -hmm. in the distance, and she just, like, points a shaky finger. He went in there. Do you have the utensil that you told me about? Uh, yeah, I, I lifts it up. And I basically, like, as my, um, I should, I should describe, um, uh, Valarin just a little bit. Okay. She is a, she is a green merfolk, so, like, green and yellow scales, um, her hair flows as, like, a fin that's, like, a 
tied up into like a, a ponytail that just like slightly drifts with the, throughout the sea. She is adorned in um, uh, a lot of kind of ceremonial kind of like robes and like armor that's like kind of like small seashells that are kind of intertwined. Okay, so um, like a like a net that she yeah like wove things into and that holds stuff together yeah 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 so a bunch of seashells um and as she she walks she um she has this um this wooden oar that's like long sunken like kind of like wood rotten and it's just like has like a bunch of barnacle and seaweed on it and she like uh, and as she like puts it behind her, she gestures towards this uh, small um, uh, sh- shark tooth um, earring that hangs off of her fins on the side of her head. And she um, she takes the utensil that um, Grendy handed her, closes her eye, rubs the um, the shark tooth earring she's like oh where is your brother let's see if we can find him Lockie, be my eyes and search the seas as i cast locate object as i'm looking for his his fork <laughs> okay. um, his mighty trident you follow the the trenches like around like the edges like he came it's it appears like he came to it and then basically like skirted the edges for (laughs) and then um you see the um this little glinting silver in um under these there's basically like in the trenches all these like little nooks and crannies and holes and you, you reach into one and pull out the fork and, and uh, no brother. You you don't find him, but um, you look around and see. Um, you follow it, and you see. Um, you can like smell the faint scent of blood and water. Mm. So you swim around, and you come to this. Uh, another opening, but um, you it basically you follow it to like this rock and you push it aside, and there's this little just tiny cavern in there. And inside, you find a wounded Kotoa um, in there, and he's um, it appears that he was wounded and then hid himself in this little cave and plugged it up in a rock. So he's been found. Mm-hmm. And, uh, come, come, child. All is safe now. Uh, it was. It was terrible. The great sea serpent. Oh. I right. Slow down, slow down. You should at least be happy that Lockheed's will has allowed you to live. Yes, that's what it's lucky. Makes a little triangle, like, 
but it goes down like mm -hmm. it's in the shape of a shark tooth. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, uh, as I am going to, um, seeing that he's injured, is it like his arm, his leg, or? Uh, it's his leg. Yeah. Uh, like his upper thigh. I. Like a, a pretty bad gash. Mm hmm. And like. I mean, he's a Katoa, so I imagine he's pretty small. So I just, I kind of swim a little bit down, caress his little fish leg, and just like, let Lockheed's will manifest as I cast Cure Wounds. And the, um, do you want to describe the, the, sh the shark magic? Or do you want me to describe um, the shark magic? Sure. Um... Yeah, basically, I um, I hold uh very closely the um, uh, the shark tooth, and um, yeah, and like the wounds start to like just glow um, green, sure, green, oh, green, green, good, green, good. Yeah, green lights. Okay, and then he's healed. And then you see Brendy poke her head out, and she comes in. She's like, rather, oh, Brendy, you came. You came for me. Of course I did, brother. Come, we will serve the coven. That way we will repay the many debts that we have to the great lucky. <laughs> and then, uh, Bruno bows to you and say, like, priestess. And they leave. Uh, Grudo, if you don't mind, tell me about this sea serpent. If it wishes to oppose the will of Laki, I very much should, the, the coven should know of it. Yeah. Or the militia. You see him, you see his eyes, like, kind of like darkens his other big like bulbous eyes and he takes came swiftly like a shadow of death mm. I saw it tear asunder the surface dweller well vessels as he points up and you can probably like a boat or a ship or something mm -hmm. broken them apart like like weak seaweed Tossed them to the seas. Devoured the whole. Hmm. I was caught. In like a... Blackness. And fled. And the debris fell and trapped me. Why, that is quite a ghastly story. Hopefully, the this serpent only wishes harm upon the surface and not the denizens of below. Oh, and he's like, he goes to leave, but then he turns and says, "You, there's one more thing." Yes, child. There's something strange about the church. You, the animals, are right. Always 
for Doc. Hmm. Then we um, will turn to, now we'll go to Nosalyn. Kristen, describe Nosalyn. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Nosalyn, she uh, she is a Triton. She has silvery, like very, very pale blue, very, very pale, more like silver skin. She has like yellow eyes, and her hair, her hair is like a dark blue, but when it hits the light, there's like a green little shine to it. And she has a very square jaw, a scar up her lip like this. And she's full of muscle, even though she's like, eat, you know? She's doing her best. Short but sturdy. And, um, yeah, so do I just start? Oh, I'll, I'll do a little intro. Nosalyn okay, yeah. is on the outskirts of the Anacha, gazing into the distance after it was once her held post of many, many years, perhaps even a century. Uh, go, now we'll go into your, your memory. Sure thing. Well, in Nazlin's position, she's always down there, deep, deep in the trenches. She feels the duty to guard the, the elemental plane between the plane of water and I should, the Okay, I should clarify this, because I know people will get lost. So, there are two things. There, there's the rift, and there's the trenches. And you'll find out what those are. You're, yeah, I'm you guarded the rift. I'm elsewhere. <laughs> That's All right. Yes, I'm by the rift, which is just outside of the city there. And um, I have been guarding it for so many years at this point, so I'm used to cold. I'm used to quiet. But recently it has been colder and quieter, and things have just not been going as they should. And this is very concerning for Nazlin. Um... And she had a, a, a fellow, a fellow guardsman uh, with her named Kenneth, and so Kenneth was with her on the post as well. And together they they saw the the rift that they protected between the plains, and it, there's just something wrong, as if like the water itself is just kind of like vibrating a little bit. And the rift that we see, there's like a a bit of like, almost a bit of light because of the tower that's on the other side. It seems to just kind of stretch, and track, and grow bit by bit, and when the thing you're supposed to guard is starting to break, you get a little concerned. So Noslin, the way that she gets concerned is that she gets even more stony-faced, and just like, this needs to change, and it kind of gets riled up, even though it's like all like underneath the surface, but uh, Kenneth is a bit more, less, less like that. And so, Kenneth was gone. Kenneth left to go figure out if there's something to do while she kept her eye on the rift because she wanted to make sure things were safe. And the thing is, Kenneth never came back. And so, like I said, Nazan is used to the cold. Nazan is used to the quiet. But with this happening and Kenneth not returning, she just got too worried and she... She actually left her post just for a short while to try and like check the waters, check beyond it, and uh, it just maybe like just the hope that maybe now Kenneth will return. It's been like a, a few days for Nazlin before she went got too anxious to check. But when she returned, 
try to go back to her post, he would swim and she would swim. And she would swim and she would swim and she would get no closer. He would get no... They would just get farther and farther away even as she moved towards it. And so, in all her emotive glory, she frowned even deeper and kept going because she does not know how to give up. That's another problem. And uh, at some point, she just got so tired. And uh, so, Tritons can speak to aquatic animals, so maybe she found like a sea lion floating by, and she's just like, well, I wonder what she would say to it. Maybe she would like, well, go tell whoever is in charge of Malcolm, whoever is superior, probably ask the sea lion to go like deliver a message and go bring the attention to the rift that's going on, while she turns back and tries to figure out where else she can go. Mm-hmm. And... In her single-minded uh, effort, she pops up outside of the city that I don't think she's ever been to before. Um, no, she she's not familiar with it, but she's just like, all right, this is the first place I've seen. I need to find someone. So she goes straight there. Oh, yeah. So you go to, to Yanacha and um, okay, you... There's this strange rock structure that goes all the way up to the surface. And there's there's like a door on it. And like there are other kind of like just doors or almost windows like built into this the rock around. But this is like in the middle of town. So you're like, well, I mean, people are probably gonna be in this thing. So you go in there and you you find Kinnis, your fellow guard, and he's aged a couple of years even though you're pretty sure it's only been like a month. And um, oh you, you see him like greet this this female. Are we going to... Oh, okay. So... see him, all right, okay. And um, over time, it's been a couple of days since then, but you have since found out that Kinnis has been here for the past couple of years. He's married, he has children, he has a bar. <laughs> and... And um, he has, he he also cannot get back to the rift. He had the same problem that you did. He would try to close the distance, and could never make any ground. And um, you have also met up with our other PCs, uh, and have your own. I've had a few shenanigans with them at this point, but today, after gazing at the rift frustrated, you turn back and go in real time to Kinney's Cove. And you with a weight in your heart, you go to town and head towards Kinney's Cove. The bar is located within a vertical rock that extends up towards the surface. You push aside the door and see the usual old sea turtle that has half asleep in the corner and a few other regulars at the back munching on a set of, like, jellies. Here, they, the way they consume alcohol is they have, like, little jelly beads that just pop in. Like boba tea. Yeah, like boba, but <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> there's. You also know that there's also like if you swim up, you can get to like what they call the air room, and then you can like just have normal liquid drinks. 
you um Kenny is you see Kenny talking to his, his wife whose name is Yesta. She's a green merfolk with a long flowing tail and various color-coded scales that glimmer. She's she's pretty by merfolk standards, but you always thought Kenny could do better than that. <laughs> uh, you hear him say you hear Yesta say, whatever it is, I don't like it. She looks at their gaggle of children who are playing a form of freeze tag, and uh, she lowers her voice. You know how cutthroat curious they are. Kenny puts away a series of bowls and cutlery. All right, I'll, I'll talk to the coven about it. And uh, uh, he waves you down, pulls up a sphere of gelatin jars and offers it to you. Unless you want to hit the air room, uh, get the liquid stuff. Nazlin just kind of stares at what uh, Kenneth offered her and just like, I do not have any need of this right now. She kind of just like puts a finger to her forehead and holds it there, but beyond that, she has like no other emotion besides. A scowl. On her face. A scowl. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's. he's you see him like shrug and just pop one and then like slide it down. <laughs> well. Uh. Did you hear um the news? What's going around town? I guess not. Well, uh, a couple of boys, you know, Tamlin and Feta, they usually hang out in that that corner over there. We're doing some hunting, and I saw this strange metal contraption. I swear it was larger than a whale. It's been seen by the trenches, and they swam off. Honestly, I think it's the jellies hitting them too hard, but... They probably got intoxicated, exaggerated. Hmm. A little interesting. Seems they're very, uh... With their indulgences here. So, how's the job search going? Noslin takes in a deep breath and lets it go in a way that definitely tells you she does not want to talk about it. <laughs> all right. Um, and she says, Well, all I know is I have this one job and I can't do it and I can't. She can't let go, but she does not want to finish her sentence. All right, look, I got... I know she's coming from the wrist, Rift. You gotta let it go. It's just out of our hands. Nazlin, um... I don't know, I think, I don't know if she's like, lead, is there like a table she's leaning Yeah, there's a bar, there's like a, a bar she, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe, uh, she has like her hand on the table and she just kind of like, like, closes her fist and gives a little, a little, like, she hits the table. Thumps the like, table. How can, yeah, she bonks the table. Like, how can I let this go? All right. I have passed. I don't... Uh, there's just so much she doesn't really understand right now. And so, uh, how long... Sorry. How long would you say she's been in Yonachika? Oh, it's it hasn't been long. It's been, like, less than a month. Okay, about a month, yeah. Yeah. It makes, is. Makes, makes sense to her right there. Um... Alright, so it's been a month, and, like, if a month has passed here, how long has passed? How are we sure that it's the rift that is the time, the time is being 
cloaked up. I... What does this mean? We can't just stay here and... Well, I can't. But she, she keeps like a... She keeps a glance towards the, his family and sees the life that he's made for himself here and is still feeling kind of... Well... Mm. Yeah, she feels yeah. like emotions that yeah. she cannot process. Well, I mean, I've had a couple of years here. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll talk to the coven and see if they at least got freelance work for you. If anyone can figure out what's going on, you know, maybe they can. I've seen him do some crazy stuff with that Locky magic. Nozlin just kind of like. Let's loose her fan and just kind of like puts it on the table. Um, she kind of wants to go back to the rift. <laughs> but she wants to go back and stare at it some more. <laughs> you see him like slide up some, basically like the their form of pretzels. I guess it would be like kelper. I don't know. I guess it's kelp. Yeah, be a little kelp, kelp twist. And he's like at least eat something. Sheesh, kid. I don't know how I feel about you calling me kid. She takes a little case and pops it into it. So, unless you have any more RP you want to do, we'll go to Serena. I'm good. Okay. So now we go to Sona. Hmm. And um, we just open with seeing you above surface. On a glittering sand beach, sitting by the waves, and you take it away. Um, Describes your character first, yeah. So, Sonam is uh, an eight foot tall, <laughs> 200 and something, almost edging off their hand, like, pretty much an underwater monster beast. Uh, she is an... Uh, there's a word for it. And she's a she's an XLN. Uh, I think she's blue. Yeah, she's blue. And uh, she uh, she's got some scars. She has like big uh, head fins that sort of have these little tapering parts that look like they've had little chunks taken out of them over time. You know, it's occupational hazard. No big deal. Um, big, big strong lady. And uh, kind of a, a, a like a the visage so she doesn't look like a big strong leader and so she sort of just needs to her chest sitting and looking out at the water and just contemplating and reflecting and she sighs <laughs> she's just sort of moping on the beach <laughs> um. and uh, a memory comes back to you so you sit and kind of just, you have this, a con shell in your hand that you're just handling and tracing the edges of. Yeah, I can go. One of the smaller ones. And um, as she looks at it, uh, she recalls a, a nicer time. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read from here. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> right. so in her memory, it comes as such. The sand was warm, heat captured from the previous day's scorch and untouched by the water. It insulated her as she dared to walk close enough to the shoreline to view the sunrise. 
The bioluminescent algae no longer accompanied this earth, retired until the evening tides returned, so all around her it was dim and blue. Sonam at this time wasn't alone. As she burrowed her webbed feet into the bone-white sands, Alaksha found his seat beside her, the shifting sand parting under the joint weight of their mass. He grunts, stands, turns, and toes an offending rock in the direction of the tree line before plopping down again. For a time, they are silent, shy as they often are in the morning wake of their coupling. There were words to describe the treacherous act of fraternization. Utilities, such as them, shouldn't want for more than the taste of victory in battle or the frenzied energy of their kinfolk, as they dutifully served their people. There were words for them. None of these words found purchase here. They were warriors, true, but this morning witnessed them as lovers, secret mates whose truth could not be discovered so long as they both remained in the service of their people. Shame should have been their shroud, but as he looked to her, he flashed a smile and he leaned towards her. He eased into her strong shoulder and her knees rested against his one raised leg before she nuzzled her cheek against his nose. A laugh broke the silence. His laugh, crackling and low like the grating coral as it broke from the trench wall. His voice was smooth like the deep ocean, but here on land it was coarse. Sonam hissed in delight as he playfully gnawed at her headfins, gently, sweetly. She craned her neck to snatch the draping fin nearest her chin, and when she caught it between her teeth, he cackled and pushed her dooming them both to fall back into the sands with succeeding thuds, like staggering heartbeats. Alaksha's claw swiped the fins at her neck harmlessly, but she trilled, gnawing the wrist at the hand that caressed her, her cheek. They may have carried on in that way, had they not caught the red glow of pre-dawn reflecting off their scales. Happy for only this interruption, they righted themselves and stared off to the horizon. Here, there was no thought of duty, law, or the world around, like driftwood, like driftwood, peeking briefly above the tumultuous ocean surface, they had captured a brief snatch of air. A home. Her arm circled his waist and his draped her shoulders. Tomorrow, they would be as they were, comrades with a very precious secret. The sun had triumphantly clawed its way up from the waves, and, as soon, and soon the island was awash in a blanket of golden red. They didn't need to report for a few hours, but the trip back would take them time. They had been overcautious, and now they would have to pay for that with a very long journey back. Sonam pursued. Sonam perused the surf and shoreline as Alaksha gathered his effects, admiring the clear waters and smooth sand of this perfectly untouched paradise, the one she sat on now. She paused when she saw a glimmer of orange and gold. Narrowing her eyes, she waded into the ocean and found a small shell, beautiful, with sharper points along its edge, reminiscent of a crown or the distant mountains. She turned the tiny thing in her large hands, so delicate and pretty. She turned when she heard him sloshing towards her. Excitement made his step sound much like a charge. You won't believe what I mistook for a rock this morning. In his hand, there was another small conch, red and orange like their most recent sunrise. Almost a perfect twin to the one in her hands, but only in shape, not color. Alaksha's hand expression hardened, a low note indicating his slight displeasure. Obviously, he had hoped to contribute to Sonam's growing collection of land-faring souvenirs. I see you, uh, Brandolin, already. He held the shell aloft, not yet casting it aside as he leaned to look at the one in her hands. Sonam held it out to him, and he offered a toothy grin. Beautiful, that one. Tis gold like your eyes. He held his out to compare, and Sonam smiled fondly at his hand. The spines are like your lips. 
an odd statement. Sonam had an uncouth method of admiration and flirtation, but not one completely lost on Alaksha. He looked again and chuckled in agreement, understanding her meeting immediately. How the red-spined conch could remind her of Alaksha's red-dappled scales, the slash of red in his deep blue face. They were silent for a spell, and he straightened, standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with her. Maybe I shall keep a souvenir of our time as well. He looked to his hand, looking back at hers before rolling the little conch between his fingers. How about an exchange? Sonam suggested, her grin toothy and bright. Clearly, they liked the others find more, and maybe there was something more to it. Something they couldn't quite say, not as they were. A gift? His suggestion had weight, one her response could confirm or deny. Yes. The waves washed past their knees as they closed in, holding one another for a time that in the future would feel one day far too brief. They exchanged their gifts in a voice soft en and in a voice soft enough to be lost in the sea breeze, he said, it will be with me always. Sonam's mutual promise was carried away with the wind, but he crowed as if he'd heard her and they both cackled, scaring a flock of seabirds and colliding into one another before playfully falling into the surf. Sonam somberly uh, sort of closes her fingers around the conch in her hand and sighs. In real time. Out, out of memory. Yeah. And, um... Do, do you want to go to the other memory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can... She, like, Sonam reflects on this memory and she kind of is a lot happier with this one, but um, as she sort of looks over the, uh, the spiny conch in her hand, she remembers very sadly how it was at some point lost to her and then of a, of a loss as well. So she reflects back on the rift. The rift is a place of non-silence where the depths and the marine quality of sound that could be stifled by the sheer amount of pressure there in the depths was a lull to it that feels natural, but the rift possessed a kind of sound that broke that lull, where if it were a sound, it would likely most be comparable to fine lace dragging over cracked glass. It was like a great strange creature had affixed itself to the invisible web that grew incrementally. How things could sift through the fine breakage was still a source of great interest and concern, especially to people like her who were charged with protecting their people. Together, the squad of them drifted through the endless blue around it. The flicker of greens, blues, reds glimmered as fins danced along the current cut by their small school. A shimmering kaleidoscope offset by the eerie warped refraction projected by the rift. The plan was simple. They were to move along and seek out anything that made its way through and report any findings, and continue if nothing had gathered at the seam. Sonam found herself staring at the great thing at that point, silent, pondering on the words of her friend's claim that it was expanding, but how much more would it expand? What more could pass through? What would happen should it reach close enough to home to touch it? For a time, she just sort of sat there with her thoughts, and it was a moment before she felt the soft drag of a long fin along her back. Somewhere above, she could spot, she could spot Alaksha's looming shadow as he drifted above, like great shimmering storm clouds, scales, armor, weaponry glinting like the thread of lightning in an, in an expanse of dark. He glanced down, his eyes catching hers, fins waving to greet her subtly. 
Four others loomed above his head at that time, drifting in a similar direction along the rift. Sonam's fins waved. <clears throat> As his had, both knew better than to grin. He turned and he swam, allowing the light to catch the hint of orange shell at his neck. In response to his secret flirtation, Sonam's shoulders rolled back and a lance of red conch spines peeked out through the bushel of green rock over her chest. His jaw tightened around the desire to smile, but they both broke eye contact before <laughs> before the urge sort of overtook them. And like that, the patrol had continued. The six of them returned back to the larger portion of their party, but as a lot of them as the lot of them proceeded, a mute crinkling sensation filled the atmosphere, a peculiar fold in sound that changed the pressure and the energy in the water felt lighter somehow, thinner, lesser. A trilling alarm from one of their comrades <clears throat> behind them started it, and then more came from above. When Sonam turned back, she noticed that their contingent had thinned, and when she looked forward, there were posts that were missing their members as well. It was only when the shadow above her gave way to light that she knew something had happened, and when she looked up, all she could see was blue, and the distant sky looming miles above. Disappeared. A whole third of their squadron faded away like nothing, without a sound or so much as a second glance. And just like that, Alaksha was gone. And thinking on that, she couldn't quite recall any of the rest of that particular search because the distress was a lot to reflect on. So as that memory surfaces, she just stands with a little bit of a huff and just and just sort of tromps around a little bit to sort of get the blood flowing and not fixate on the sad feelings. Back in present time. Present time. We like snap or clap or something? Oh. I thought that was a poetry reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry if it was long. <laughs> no, you got, you got the detail, honey. Uh, would you say that Sonam has this like poetic side to her like this is how she like sees the world and she just like chooses to not like speak that way she doesn't know how to articulate her thoughts they come very vividly and one of the very uh one of the things that sort of mark her as a character is she will remember you when you are gone. It doesn't matter if you were friends for a moment or for a few minutes or if you ended on bad terms. She remembers all the people who leave her life in a very vivid and poetic way, but she doesn't know how to articulate that. The way she articulates is a little more uh, creepy and uncouth, so a lot of it is lost in translation, but that's sort of the... That's sort of the the lens that she does view the world through okay. an artist's heart in a big big strong man <laughs> big, big strong lady big, big, big strong man. <laughs> so she you you decide to go back to yanacha the town and you have to pass by the rift thing that nalsalyn talks about mm -hmm. and you swim um and you realize that you're facing the island. That's weird. Um, so you swim again. And um, this time you swim over coral reef that lay between the rift and the island and pause and notice that something seems off about this reef. Something 
different and you swim to the reef and look around what's usually a bustling and brimming ecosystem is disturbingly vacant anemone sways eerily in the empty halls of the coral reef you keep expecting to see, to see a fish swim by or a crab emerge from the sand or or lucky below even a, like a cuttlefish or something you pause and round a corner And look and see vacancy. There, there was there was a reef here before. It's no longer there. You look behind you, and the reef was there. Um, it's like someone took a knife and like cut the reef away, but it's not a super. It's not like a straight cut. It comes off in like jagged angles, but all of those individual jagged angles are clean. And you run your hand across this reef and are just disturbed at how finite this this cut is. You're not it's it's almost random, but there's this cleanness to it that feels odd. It's too clean of a pattern, but it's a pattern of some kind that uh Yeah, it's it is a random pattern, but it's like it's a clean cut. Precise. It's precise. Yeah. yeah. You glance towards the rift and see just it's with you. What people see when they look at the rift is they see these a pair of like old pillars from some decrepit temple a long time ago, and then just this like sliver of space that um, you can you can look through that little sliver and just see like this void and it's un uncomfortable to look at up close like seeing it from far away it just seems like it's kind of like almost purple streak but mm. <sighs> up close though it's like no mm, no so um after that you uh head back towards town and uh the three of you are now at Kinney's yeah Kenny's Cove. So the three of you are now together. Oh, uh, before I left the coral, could I have broken off a few trines of it so I could bring it to a... Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> look at the two of you and, like, first thing I do if we are sitting at a table, just plops it down and then sort of belatedly looks at the two of you. Hello. They're clean. Wrong. <laughs> Are you guys in the air room or in the underwater bar? Uh, They're both bar. It's still it's the same bar. It's just like upper floor or bottom floor. We're probably in the underwater one. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to know. Yeah. That's not I'm most comfortable. So the coral wants to float. Maybe we should push it back down. Mm-hmm. Just stop that. <laughs> oh my voice, you. What did you discover on the surface besides a man like constantly <laughs> just taking the corals? <laughs> Lower it back down. So, <laughs> They're all taking turns to get back on the table. Mm-hmm. They're broken. It's gone. There's grief, but it's not there anymore. There is this, but it's not there. It was taken. Very clean. It's not so much mm. the coral, but the reef. 
by the rift. How is it possible that a whole reef has been taken? And Nelson says this in a way that it sounds like she doesn't believe Bonham. That she's hmm. more like, what is happening? Really? She's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Sonam just sort of like picks up and sort of like just points to the clean edge. Fine. Fine. Precise. Mm. Not natural. And then she Melvin. turns it around to the broken side. Natural breakage. Melvin will go ahead and just take it and hold it in her hands and like just look at it. Can I can I look at it as well? Sure. Yes. Um, we hold it together between us. I was one yeah. floating away. Yep. 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 Um, would I be able to make a nature check? Uh, yeah. You can make a nature check. Concern if like there's any type of natural phenomenon that would make this clean cut or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can definitely do that. If anyone else wants to do some kind of check to investigate, not necessarily investigate check, but anything with it. If you want to roll something, let me know. I don't think anything I roll would be helpful. Can I roll a survival check? Sure. That's a 23. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you take it and hold it between your, like, finely manicured fingernails, unless. Vezrin, I mean, uh, Vezrin, Valarin doesn't have that. Oh, of course I do. And, uh, All in the name Must be fabulous. <laughs> and you turn it in your hands and run your your fingers across, like, the point where the cut isn't the unnatural cut. And you, like, run it along the circumference of the cut. And you, like, expect the, um the edges to, at least the edges to be uneven, because, like, usually with something like coral, it's almost like a rock, it's kind of porous, it will break, um, unevenly, even with, a, like, a really sharp object. It, just, like, on the edges. But this is just a, a clean cut, and when you look at it, like, it's, it's, it's like there were two different knives, coming at different angles to cut it and you're just utterly baffled like nothing in nature has the ability to do this to your knowledge this was near the rift Mm -hmm. neighboring coral was dying too nothing's alive there just sort of frowns not even puffer fish oh Aww. They're usually really curious and they come on up to Yeah, you, but... and I like put my hand on your shoulder and I'm like, oh, they're there. I'm sure the puffer fish are just fine. Lucky, protects all the And uh, can you be sure? That's what Nelson asked after looking at the coral. Just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're engrossed by this coral. As that happens, like, um, who is facing the door? Uh, not me, because I'm facing the coral. Okay. So... I don't think any of us is here. Sonam. Sonam, you see a, a denizen of the town that you all know. His name is Finn. And he oh. comes... But he, he swims in, and he's kind of like the scholar of the town. Um, and he comes in oh, and, yeah. and settles at the bar... And you see him pull out, like, this wax tablet. He's a sea elf. 
and he goes and you just see him start scribbling on his wax tablet like he always does. It's not like particularly new to you. And he orders up some of the little bobas and okay. settles down. Her fins just sort of like do this little wave thing. Fancy seeing you there. Oh, uh, <laughs> hi, Thorn. Are what, you? What brings you to our depths, Penny's? Oh, uh, I I came here for came here for dinner. <laughs> I'm not a I'm I'm not a really great cook. <laughs> and I um he holds up the uh he like taps this like tablet that he's working on. He's like and uh, the the coven asked me to look over these calculations. Apparently, they want to make a new temple. I mean, someone's got to do the dimensions. Oh, come, we need to go look too. This is part of my responsibility, and I get like really close to to Finn. Uh, that, sure. Uh, here you go. <laughs> he answered the tablet. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, he like drops it. There's like a little, like, um, it's, it's like a, it's a pencil, basically. It's, but you, like make it. You use it to make grooves in the the wax. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he kind of like almost drops that, and he's like, oh, "Here you go." <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'm not gonna make any notes. Just want to see your finding. Oh. It is the. I am also part of the coven. Maybe I will be able to help. Maybe Lockheed can lend his blessing. Oh, um, uh, sh- sure. Um, what, what, he, like, he, from the outside surface, you see this, like, nervous, babbling guy, and he, and the look in his eyes is, I'm not sure where she's going with this. <laughs> uh, sure. What you have in mind? I mean, I didn't know you were scholarly, so I, I mean, not that, I mean, you just, not that you couldn't be, I just never yeah, thought of I, you in that I, way. I, I mean, I should, I should think of you in that I, way. I look, I look down at him and it's like, oh, come now, I'll leave the scholarly to you. Let's just say I'm more curious. Oh, well, um, this equation is, for, he like explains, like, this is for like the circumference of the new temple hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I do an inside check on Finn? Yeah. Um, I, that probably doesn't count, huh? I'm just trying to figure out if I can ask him about the core. Or maybe I should just straight up ask him about the core. Um, <laughs> you can... I, I will tell you that um, Finn is... Finn, Finn is generally approachable. So, like... Okay. And, and you've seen people ask him questions about things, and he does get excited in answering those questions. So... Okay. Got it. All right. Okay, hold on. Let me quick look at my sheet. I want to see if I can. Okay. So, um, really. Finn um, tells you about tell, shows you the equation he used for the circumference of the dome. If that's the right word. And go on, Kristen. All right. Thank you. Um, right. So as uh, as Valarin and Finn are talking, Nalzin is just gonna um, lead whatever table. So it's hard to like, picture like what movements going on here. Uh, but she's she's just gonna come up straight there, to Finn yeah, and hold the corals to, yeah, hold the corals like to him, like 
sorry to bother you in a way that she's obviously not sorry to bother him at all. Yeah, you go right between them. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen anything like this before, Finn? Oh, um, he looks at, he mean coral? Oh. Not just the coral. He's a touch. Solomon found it earlier. We're trying to figure out what's going on. He, he reaches out and, and looks at it. Wow, what? You see him, like, pull out some, like, uh, like a little, like, it's basically like a, a spyglass or some kind of, like, jeweler's examination eyeglass thing. I don't know. And he's like, wow, I've, this is a very, very precise cut. I can't even... Yes, from what I can discern, it's not natural at all. That's oh, no, definitely not. Rosalind basically mentions Sonam's name, and as if summoning a giant rock behind you is this <laughs> monolith of muscle that just sort of plumes <laughs> uncomfortably, a little uncomfortably over Finn, and is just like all. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, like you like breathe down his neck and he's just this tiny little elf and he's just like Yeah, I imagine yeah. he's smaller than all of us. He is! <laughs> he is! How big is he? How big is he? Oh, but that's why I kind of slow it down. He's like um yeah, I would he's like five feet tall. He's not okay, tall. I'm like, I'm like I'm like his size. Yeah, at least yeah. his size, so that's like yeah. his size. He's a tiny guy, tiny dude. Yeah, that's definitely not right. Um, which uh, is think? gonna like kind of like look up at Sodom and kind of kind of give her like a look, saying like, "You do really need to scare him. We need to we need to talk to him and figure out what's going on." Oh, if if it's only a look, then then Sodom like sort of nods head as if to help, and then puts <laughs> hand on his shoulder, and it's like, "Oh, grief was gone. This was put there. Well, I broke here, but it was gone and broken here." Oh, and, and this is funny because like my hand has like still been like on his like, <laughs> like touch, my hand has been like touch. caressing his, his shoulder. Yeah, so on on one end we have like <laughs> we have the soft, subtle touch of Valoran, and then <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to ah. think that um, if she unbalances him, she does like. Writes him. I, I'd like to think that Noslin's gaze is like so intense, even though she's basically the same height as him. It's just more like you know. Yeah, no, he's like shrinking him. under your gaze. Like he's actually lowered himself, like in his seat, <laughs> and he's okay. You found it by by the reef, like um, the, the reef by the rift, or like by the rift. Reef by the okay. Well, um, the rift. If you reef. He, he's like, okay, let me, um, and he goes and pulls out this different wax tablet from his pack. He's, I've actually been doing some calculations, and I, um, <clears throat> I, I think the rift is expanding. I think your uh, hypothesis was right, Naslin. I, I think this rift is causing discrepancies in time space, and I, I think that's, I think that's what happened to that platoon that went missing. And he holds up the the coral, and I think it's moving. I couldn't hear you, Tiffany. Oh, half I I think it's I think that's what happened to the platoon. They got caught up in this time displacement. This this you know it, it, when I go in there, I throw things there, and, and just the laws of physics and, and time and space. They like the math doesn't 
make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I hold up the coral and I'm just like, so the rift did this. Yes, on a very basic level, yes. Yes. And so much probably to his comfort, uh, Sonam sort of like goes to his side a little bit on the other side of the other two and sort of just looks at the wax tablet. And as he explains this, uh, Sonam just sort of like points to if he's written Rift anywhere, she just sort of taps on it. Can we get Reef back? Uh, and there's sort of like a softness when she says it. Aww. That's sort of like indicative that there might be something else. Oh. Uh, well, that would depend. I mean, according to maybe. I don't know. We don't know enough about time space. It's I, we theorize that that matter can't actually be destroyed; that it just gets moved somewhere else. And he goes on this long-winded explanation. Sonam looks directly at you, nozzle, and just stares at you. Hmm. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Christian has a question. Okay, okay. So, how much does Nozla know about how the rift would work? Like. Does she have like some sort of insider knowledge because she's been guarding it for so long? <clears throat> you know that the rift is in fact a um, a rift in, in time space. It goes somewhere else. Okay. It goes to oh, got it. Okay. You know that when people go in, they don't come they typically don't come out. They could, you don't know, but no one's really ever come back out of it. Got it. Okay. So I'm just making sure no one else goes into it. Yeah, because it's this vast oh, yeah. unknown, and like, you've spent time by it, and like, you know, and you've looked into it. And I, I sent you a cool line that I feel proud of myself for making, but like, when you look into it, like, your own mortality, like, recoils at it because it can't yeah. fathom the depths of that is beyond the rift. That's so cool. Yeah, I see, so, um, I see Sonam, like, kind of like, Shrink a little bit when she uh, talks about the um, coral about back. the coral. Yeah, I'm like, Sonam, don't worry. I told you, the fish will be fine. Having no clue what fish <laughs> she is probably like worried about. It's like I will personally send a person myself watching to look over these poor like her eyes are just like these little yellow lights and like the dark of her eye of like the dark of her brow and so when she looks at you it's just like wink wink right pepper fish <laughs> right and uh finn notices your like i imagine that you guys have some sort of indicator for your platoons so it can be like a symbol or a number um and we'll just say that you were platoon number six yeah and he he notices that, and he's like, "You were, you were in platoon six? Then she looks down at him and just like, mm. and like, there's just um, I'm not sure. I don't know how well uh, you your um, Sonam is at insight, but I'll, I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain. But like, Finn connects that." She wants her friends back. And it's not the proper fish. I see. And, um... He's... She does this little, like... so It's probably the only uncomfortable gesture he's probably seen her do. She does that little, like, shoulder-shifting thing, like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Baseball. <laughs> Baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Baseball. <laughs> so, 
He, um, he's, I'll, I'll work on my calculations again. Um, uh, repeat that one more time. Sorry. I'll work on the calculations again. Maybe I can, after I, I finish this, of course, then, um, you know, maybe, maybe the coven can figure out something. There's, uh, Valarin, what do you think? I mean, this sounds very serious. You know, there's been a lot of weird happenings around our town. Not, might be related to the rift, I'm afraid. Well, I will go to the coven and beseech them about this. Okay. Elvin will go too. You, I don't think she even needs to say anything. She'll just be like, alright. She gets, gets up and gets ready to leave right now. Alright, so the three of you go to the Temple of Lackey, which is pretty decrepit at this point. It's several centuries old. So, like, the fact that Finn's like, I'm doing calculations to, to like, do a remodel, it checks. Um, and you... For Lauren, you're a priestess. You can get it. You can get an audience pretty easily with the Coven Mother. Yeah. I I I see like Nasid and like like ahead of me, like just like barreling. Nasid and dear, please let me take the lead. Yeah. The mother probably needs to hear it from me. And, uh, don't worry, we will get answers. Believe me. The Nazlin uh, pulls down finally. Cause she just. I can't think of it. But she slows down and she looks at Valarin and uh, she's like, it's not you that I don't believe. I just. I can't keep waiting around for no answer at all. I need to find it. So if you believe that this will be it, she silently gestures her hand forward, but she'll be like right in stride in the large. She's not good. Alright. So I'm just this towering like monolith behind the both of them. <laughs> Sorry, private party. The <laughs> <laughs> dancer. So yeah. you guys uh, uh, I'm good. Trying to get an audience with yeah, I mean, you um, you actually like catch her in the hallway talking to Hogar. <sighs> and um, she, the Coven Mother is this, she's quite a sight. She's very old and matronly and um, tall, like a, she's a, a merfolk that has just She's just grown older more and more as like kind of like a koi fish. They just get bigger. So she's just kind of big. And um, her scales have turned this like eerie kind of bone white. And she looks at your group and you see her eyes meet each and every one of you silently. And then she says, you'll have to thank Kinnis for this honor to serve the great lucky. It has come to my attention through Hogar and with many complaints that a strange vessel has been spotted in the trenches. She eyes Valarin. I, I like 
as soon as she eyes me, I like do like a very deep bow. You're Valerian. Your loyalty to Lucky has been acceptable, but a little lacking. Use this to prove your zeal. Lieutenant Sun, you'll protect Valarin on this mission. Uh, repeat that last part. It's really hard to hear you, Tiffany. I don't know why. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Is that better? Christy? I think so. Oh, I don't think um, your mic is picking up that one. Because I think it's picking up. Whenever oh. you're talking, it's picking up to my mic. That is what they're hearing. All right, let's try that. Maybe I didn't. How's that? I'll try one more time. How's that? Yeah. There we go. Right. There we go. Michael's right, yeah. I didn't turn it on. Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm like, wow, my internet is really inconsistent. It is hearing everyone, but Tiffany is just not having it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now it's on. How's that? Is that yeah. better? Okay. Great. I think so. We'll, we'll let you know if there's any other problems. Okay. Use this to prove your zeal. Um, you are um, Lieutenant Sanam, you are to protect Valarin. Do not disappoint me. She goes and floats over to Naslin. Naslin, it's come to my attention that you are in need of a job. And she snaps her fingers. She's like, bring Finn. I'm sure he's lurking about somewhere. And Finn kind of like, Comes out and waves. You'll protect Finn. Your mission is to go to the trenches and retrieve this strange vessel. I want it. I only, all I heard was a go to the rift and retrieve something, and then it's a strange vessel. The vessel. Why can't I hear it? So strange. All right. So what is it again? Sorry. Go to the trenches and retrieve the vessel. Again, is. I'm sorry, the what? The vessel? vessel? The big metal vessel. The big metal vessel. Okay, I don't know I don't know why I can't hear it. I'm sorry about making you repeat yourself. Okay, uh -huh. big metal vessel. Yeah. Yeah, and I do a very deep bow, and I'm just like, if it is Lockheed's will, then it will be done, mother. Okay. And Sonam, at any, uh, any given notion that she's looking at her, like, will uh, incline her head. Yes. Noslin, she very much holds uh, the gaze of, of the matron lady, and she has just like the tightest little nod, like, all right, I guess I'll do this. But okay. she's expecting, you know, some uh, change in return. Not like actual change, but like yeah, something to be different. You will be con you will of course be compensated for your service. How will I be compensated? Uh, How do I address her? Like milady? Ma'am. Ma'am? Ma'am? Ma'am, how will I be compensated? Will you at last uh, find me some way of how to I don't know how to phrase this. I don't know why I'm bad with the words today. Um You desire us she to wants more than money. If she wants more than money, that's all. She's like, you desire to return to this rift. 
upon your for the rift to be normal again. And she, she <laughs> you see this this flicker of annoyance, and she's just like, okay, you will get what you are given. And then um, she just leaves. <laughs> she just leaves. <laughs> Yeah. As, as she um, <laughs> as she turns and leaves, like as soon as she like kind of turns like the corner, like my eyes, um, my eyes and my nose just kind of smears, and I just like kind of curse in infernal, and just. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, poor little Finn's just like. So, um, Sonam uh, looks at him and it's like, oh, it's good to see you again. <laughs> I guess we're going to the trenches. Oh, boy. Oh, don't worry. As I, like, massage his shoulders, we're going to take great care of you. And we'll have Rocky to look after us. Finn looks so confused. <laughs> He's just like, I'm... Like, he can't register that you're, like, touching him at all, period, and then you're giving him a massage, so it's just like... What's happening? I don't understand. Don't hurt me! What's happening? Why are you so tall? Um, so... <laughs> next we'll... We'll cut to the trenches. So, we'll do a little bit of a... scene change. A ghastly sight lies before you. The trenches spew of hot gases and bones lay along the ground in haphazard piles. Skulls picked clean by fish lurk in the sand below you, and the ever-present sense of not being alone looms in the water. Suddenly, you're all struck by a very sharp headache. Ah. Oh. You'll groan, and as soon as it came, the sensation is gone. Suddenly, you're all struck by a very sharp headache. Ugh. You'll groan, and as soon as it came, the sensation is gone. Sad. Do you feel that? Is Sonam familiar with that? No. You can see the vessel in the distance. It's this glinting speck in the distance. It's strange to see as this grotesque, intimate, uh, yeah, um, copy of a sea creature you know. The whale. Mechanical and heartless and glinting, it hovers in the water like a ghostly visage. Between you and it are the trenches. A serpentine pattern of caverns and walls crawls along the bottom of the waters. So curious that the land dwellers find comfort in this metal beast. I mean, how does it even travel to the water if it just sinks? Well, I mean, sure. it, 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 Finn goes on an explanation of buoyancy. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, soft skin needs harder body. And <laughs> it indicates. <laughs> Nazlin, um, 
over the Bolar talks about how like how strange it is that the, the surface people would you know try Medica. Um she's kind of just like, you know, like, oh underwater's better, you know. Seaweed's always greener and someone else is like, um <laughs> and Malzin would just say something like, um they know that they cannot live down here, so they try and do their best to make up for that fact. Seems as if they should pay more attention to their lives up there than us down here. We should pay attention to what they have. Agreed. The ribcage of a gargantuan sea serpent looms over you and cuts through your veer like the bars of a cage. You look ahead of you and see the trenches open, ma. Bones and flecks of scales swim on a phantom current, and you can almost feel the water's buzz as you draw closer to it, almost like its own heartbeat. Have we ever felt this, like, buzzing sensation it's, in our, in our lives? But it always if you've gone to the trenches before, this is it. Okay. This is what the trenches are. Like, There's what? probably been a few patrols somewhere near the trenches, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Song just is sort of vobbing, vobbing along. Yeah. Yeah, and like as we're traveling, I, I want to turn towards Nelson and be like, Nelson, if you're able to find your way on the other side of the rift, tell me, what, what do you plan to do? I plan to continue what I've always done. Make sure that nothing happens to it and that no one may take advantage of the power that's there. But what will you do if something does take advantage of it? And I'll do everything I can to stop it, to keep the balance that was there. Same thing I'm trying to do right now, but there's so many roadblocks in the way. I want you away. Where can I reunite you with your fate? Believe me. I will see it done. I appreciate the help that I've been given. She doesn't look like she appreciates it. It's more like lip service, but. <laughs> Sonam is sort of just like cruising, and as she's cruising, just. It's a little eerie to hear her talk, especially in the deep dark that's like starting to like envelop them in this trench and she's just like all rock and bone. <laughs> like it, rock and bone. Rock and bone, ocean and bone. Valoran, you you blink twice. And, and look, as this shadowed part of the trenches, there's these glowing eyes that skitter in the dark shadows. Vanish. I think you might be watched. I'm going to um, come close and be like, don't worry. It doesn't mean to hurt you at all. Yeah. And I just kind of like, kind of like put my my hand outward, like as if I'm like beckoning like an animal. And um, you wait, 
and look and it's like nothing was there. Hmm. hmm. Maybe maybe it went to its little crevice. Maybe it was a shifting in the in the current. Maybe it wasn't there at all. It occurs to Sonam that uh, this isn't a military contingent going down with her right now, so she sort of loftily tosses over her shoulder like, I'll stay close. Stay close. Tight ends. Better in numbers. Right. Then, um... You... Come to you, you go through the trenches and you come to like this kind of basically like open. Um, oh, wait, um, you guys again get hit by this almost like a sh- psychic shriek. I need all of you to make wisdom saves. Just a like, you know, that like really sharp, like high pitched whine type of noise set. Mm-hmm. That is more. Okay, what is your number? I got 19, which is a miracle. <laughs> okay. 17 got... plus 5. All right. Nice. 22. I got... I got pretty high. Your wisdom modifier is 5? That's It's crazy. supposed to be proficiency plus your, um, with plus your, uh, wisdom bonus, right? If, yeah, if you're proficient. If you're proficient in it, that's oh. crazy. Okay, nope, then it's a 17 plus a 2. That's still a 19. So we got like okay. a 22 and a 19 and a... Yeah, and then I got... Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's a dirty spot. Yeah, you all... Good. You'll just shake it off like... Ah. Malzum wants to like bring her glaive out and just be like, what is this? Uh, yeah, you come out to this, um, after the headache passes, you come to this, um, wide open area, like, um, there's this field of seaweed, basically, and sea creatures swim down, it's this bulbous gray creature. It has a round snout and face, and all of it's rather pretty large, and it has kind of this herd that comes with it, and they float down and start eating the grass. And it allows for an adequate amount of light. It's actually kind of nice a little bit. And, um, I'm changing the music. I want to, like, turn to the group, say, will you allow me, though, to cast a ritual here, maybe these beasts? know something of what has been happening in this area. And, um, you stop and unless you guys say no. <laughs> stop. I'm basically asking if you will let me cast a ritual spell. Yeah, so you sit down and begin the ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and I will cast Speak with Animals. So during the the ten minutes, the um veteran uh, not veteran, sorry, he's from another campaign of mine, Falarin. You're consumed in, in doing this spell, but the other two 
you notice that the eyes of these creatures, they're manatees, by the way. Um, the manatees, their eyes glow this eerie yellow. And one by one, they just stop eating and then turn and look at you. So, yeah. Noslin can, like, she can't hear what they say back, but she can talk to sea animals. Okay. So, I feel like if she sees them start to turn to her, she just would be like, like, take out her glaive, just be like, return to your meals. What we're doing does not concern you. They, um, they just keep staring. <laughs> Moslem's just gonna repeat herself, like, return to what you are doing. Yeah. Um, More of them just, um, and but Lauren, you finish your spell and yeah, you're I, in, like, surrounded by, like, they begin to just, like, circle you, but, like, at a, it's like a loose circle and it's at a distance. Like, yeah. they're watching you, like, they'll, you can move, and then they'll just—they won't like impede you. Yeah, I, but they're just watching you. They're not I, as I, I'm willfully yes. unaware of like of like what's of what's been happening as I have like kind of like kind of closed my eyes, my eyes like kind of roll back in my skull as I like hold my shark tooth, and I've been like muttering this like small like. In, uh, incantations to be able to speak with the denizens of the deep, and then like my um, my eyes glow green, like finally as I like hold the shark tooth up to my lips, and I go, "Don't worry, it won't mean you any harm. We wish to help. What is it that you've seen in the trenches?" What is it that you fear? Um, okay, so it's just like speak with animals, right? The ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for liberation. Okay, yeah. The knowledge and awareness of any beasts is noted to by their intelligence. I'm a druid again, guys. <laughs> druid. It all comes back to the druid. It comes back to the druid. I really like talking to animals, guys. <laughs> I have a type, guys. <laughs> okay, so what was the question? Um, we don't mean you any harm. What is it that you guys... Is there anything that you guys fear in the trenches? Okay, so... Um... I don't know if they're smart enough to comprehend fear, but... They, um... There's, like, an, a really odd... Um, answer as it just, like... Um... It, it speaks to you in its... Manatee language, I guess, um, in his manatee way, and it's just, it's not, it's not making sense to you, which is weird, because you, you, you knew you cast a spell, right? Yeah. 
you knew you, you double check it you're like yeah i did it right and like it comes to mind that this creature is just speaking nonsense to you And then they all start to just make this cacophony of noise, just garbling, nonsensical noise. Yeah, I'm just going to... We to, should go. I'm just going to <laughs> scream and just like, Stop this abomination! This is not the will of Lockheed! Silence all of you! <laughs> just sort of tries to make sure her axe is nearby, just like, we should go. Okay. Um, are, are any of these manatees responding to me at all or no? They, um... Continue this cacophony. They, um... They stop. And then their eyes return to normal. And they go back to eating the grass. I think it. I very slowly turn towards my companions, very slowly lower the shark tooth. I think it worked. I look right down. Calvin <laughs> just kind of, just kind of like staring at you right now. Is that how that spell is supposed to work? Mm. Strange magic. In the middle of the field, a chilling sensation washes over you. Your eyes look around at the manatee, (laughs) and each manatee stops grazing. uh, Goes uh, and uh, this is like right as you said that it stops grazing. It stops staring at you and returns to grazing. And there's this just this eerie stillness to the air. And Finn is currently behind, hiding behind Valarin. He's just. We should go. Listen to the scholar. Yeah. Yeah. And she sort of like pats. Uh, she sort of like pats uh, Valarin on the shoulder. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Let's go. Nazlin's asking them. To go back or press forward? She's like looking straight at Finn. Like, are you saying we leave? Like, I mean, no. I, we we go. We keep going towards the vessel, of course. I mean, it's just like it's that horror or another horror back home. <laughs> uh, Nodlin's just like that's what I thought, and she kind of like you know looks forward to where the uh, the giant whale ship is. And she's like, if I'm going to waste my time on this, I better at least see this job through. And um, I'm I'm pressing forward, but I like very befuddled. Look at my shark tooth, and then look at the manatees, as if, and look at them as they continue to graze us, like as if nothing has ever happened. You move forward. What the heck do you have making manatees spooky? <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. They're big, you know? Big. They come to this big open area uh, after moving through the trenches. Um, you come to, well, a graveyard. 
decrepit sunken ships lay before you in a sea of woe and death masts splintered and smashed against the rocks you examine the ship and notice a, a break pattern no it, it wasn't rocks something coiled around this entire ship and brought it down into the watery depths you drift um, past one of the ships and see an array of surface dweller trinkets their oddities and weapons lay in a grave of sand and ruin you could see a large sapphire in the clutches of a humanoid skeleton Finn pauses oh that's so sad he probably would have lived if they had let that sapphire go yes I wonder why they find such value in rocks and stones perhaps it's the same value you see in the teeth of a shark and then Noslin, you feel the current behind you begin to stir and suddenly the wood of the hull of the ship bursts open with a flimy a flash of grimy yellow teeth they snap and claw their way and attack Sonam. Yeah. Oh. Do I get to use a reaction with my cool little stick? And the um from the other side it coils around and grabs Valarin in its a big long tail. Everyone needs to roll for initiative now. Oh, yeah. no. oh. You caught him right away. This is bad. Wow. Wow. That's great. Eleven. That was terrible. I'm feeling awesome. I'm, Got eleven I'm, and all. I'm still thinking about manatees. <laughs> <laughs> they really unsettled you, huh? Miles away. Miles could, away and miles back. See if back. I could show you guys on the camera. Oh yeah. no. Yeah! You really gotta take it by surprise. Can you see it? No, you can't. Three? Okay. It was a three, yeah! Three? <laughs> We're all just like, ah! Okay, do we have 20 to 15? Nope. Okay, do we have 15 to 10? I think that was. The Rena was 11. Yes, yeah, was 11. Okay. Okay, uh, ten to five. I got five. Okay. <laughs> All right, what did you get? I got, I got one. Oh boy. I rolled a natural one plus zero. I'm feeling real good, guys. Oh. And, and by the way, Tiffany, I can't load up roll 20 without throttling my internet, so. Okay, okay. Um, Michael, can you... Give me a dice set. Sure. Thanks. I'll get a screenshot for you going. Thank you so much. Okay, so we got Serpent Finn. And then we skip to 11 with Sonom and um, Noslin and Nalaren. I'm just keeping up the reader. 
All right, just make sure I don't skip you. Boop. Boop. Okay. And then I'll go to the serpent. Okay, so it it's going to make Okay, so it attacks Serena's character. Um Sonam. Poor Sonam. Good thing it's Sonam. Okay, so it the bite sinks, crashes through the ship, and its its fangs um, sink through your your armor as it clamps onto your shoulder, and then as you're being bitten by this thing, this psychic scream just goes and just echoes through your head as it rattles your teeth. You take 11 points of a piercing damage and 4 points of psychic damage. And, and then the tail, um, the tail has, um, Valoran coiled up and restrained, and then you take damage while you're being recoiled. Oh, I'm restrained. You're restrained, yeah. So, you'll you'll take two points of coil damage. And at the top of the round is the beast. It it's going to. Did okay. it not already attack Sonam? Uh, that was a surprise round. Oh, that was a surprise. Oh round. no. Yep, surprise round. You got chomped. You got chomped. Oh. All right, hmm. so it's damage. Fifteen, you... I believe. 14. 14. And oh, it wasn't going to hit me because my armor class is 14. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That was, um, the surprise round. So... How much damage again? It was 14. 14. Yep, so now it's going to go for a tail... tail whip! Oh, no. Okay, it's 22, 22 to hit. It's tail whipping. It's going to tail whip... No, uh, Nozlin, because she got out of the way. So you take you take um, fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. How are we supposed to survive this, Tiffany? You're supposed to run. <laughs> You're supposed to run. <laughs> That's so. Got it. Um, and um, then yeah then it's gonna go for another uh bite but it, it clears because it rolled four and and then it's gonna go and lunge and take another chomp out of oh it's gonna it's it's gonna go for baby finn no it's gonna go for finn it sees him swimming away don't you, don't you dare my nerdy boyfriend leave him out of this okay so he he takes um, 10 points of damage. Ah, you see him just shrieking in pain and, and his blood like of clouds up into the, the water and next up we got Finn. Okay, Finn is gonna I actually gave him some stats and um, he has a little, a couple of spells so um he actually all right i'm gonna move the serpent the serpent's close to you guys i'm actually gonna put all of y'all by the boat because we were by the boat thematically 
Also, I have a very cool question. When it was doing its tail whip attack, was I in its tail? Was it whipping? Yes, it's holding you and, yeah, it's hitting you. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's like a gargantuan being. Like, it's huge, okay? And it has a lot of body to whack you with. Um, so on the screen, we got uh, Blue, who is Nozlin, Green, who is Sonam, uh, Valarin, you're pink. And then Finn is yellow. He is going to be a smart boy and just misty step away. Yeah. Run! Run! So he's going to misty step. Um, actually, we'll have him, like, uh, misty step, like, over to the, the ship. And then he's going to, like, use his action to just, like, hide. Smart. We'll see how, how well he hides. That's actually not bad. All right, that's his turn. And next we have Sonam. You have been bitten. And then your now your and your friends are strained and flying around in the water. So, what do you do? Uh Let's see. Hold on. I'm looking at my my hammer hard. I am going to First of all, don't like being bitten, so I'm flying into a rage very immediately. <laughs> Just an immediate thing that I do. And let's see. I am going to. Mm -hmm. This one's great. All right. Uh... All right. I'm going to attack with my great axe. Okay, go to attack it. It's a big being, so you don't have to move very far. Yep, uh, and I'm hoping to at least get its attention enough that it might be encouraged to uh, let go of your friend. Negotiating with sharp things. Sharp mm -hmm. things and yep. sharp things negotiate. Yep. So let's see, what do I have to More do? More uh, roll to hit. Mm-hmm. So, and tell me what you get. Well, I rolled a 16. I'm not sure what to add from that. It'll be your strength plus strength. your proficiency. Oh, that is plus seven. So a uh, 16 plus seven, how's that do? That's gonna hit. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, and uh, since I am raging, my damage is. Do we round down uh, when we have to round an odd number when it comes to attacks? Uh... So while raging, um, my damage uh, is 1d6 plus half my level. Oh. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, so I think we- I think it's round down, isn't I it? an attack? Down. Okay, yeah, round down. That works, so that's- Yeah, usually rage is just like a- kind of a flat bullet. It's plus- Very wild. Three, plus, one, two, three. Eight. That is a six and a nine, and that is- 14. Nope, that's 15, right? Yes. 
I do the 15 damage. I cleave it in its face. The chief made me angry. I'm a slash at it. All right, yeah. So you like heft your axe and then just plow it into this the side of its face. Leave. I have an extra attack. Yeah, you should have another attack. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have to make another roll to attack, right? Yeah. Roll attack. Nine plus seven. Sixteen. Sixteen. That misses. Doesn't. Sweet. Doesn't quite penetrate the. Oh, it does miss? Okay. It misses, yeah. It doesn't quite penetrate the thick, scaly hide of this creature. Mm. And it, what did yeah. you roll for the hit? 16. Uh, it's uh, 16 in all, so that was... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All 9 right. plus 7. Better. Yeah. Now we know it's above 16. Now you know. Uh, now it's... Um, you are... Um, no, you're not restrained. You're not in his teeth. Okay. If Vicky let go, do you want to move? Is that your action? Are you done? Uh, I'm going to try moving so that... Um, I'm going to try moving away from Valarin so that uh, I can pull its attention away from the ship. Mm-hmm. And so give us less ability to be uh, cornered. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll move you there. Yeah. All right. Then it's gonna use its uh, legendary action to do a. It, you're you are again hit with that splitting headache. Mm. So I need all of you to make wisdom saves. Oh boy. Oh, that is a 19 plus 2. Okay. Yes. Hello, so, friend. What's up? It's a 21 for me. Okay. Uh-oh. I don't like that smile, Kristen. Nat 1. <gasps> no! Oh, yeah. Let the spooks begin. Ah! <laughs> okay, so... Your mind... It feels like like someone took an axe to your mind and just like split it open as this this hive mind reaches in and just spreads its thoughts into you and you are just sort of absorbed into this amalgamy of of other thoughts you are now like part of this hive mind and um you turn and look at these people around you and you realize that um, the masters whoever they are they want these people dead (laughs) and that's what you do with that so pause for a second Um, are we all okay with this? (laughs) are we like okay with I just don't like being. Well, I mean, not like I did anything wrong. It's just bad luck. So I'll deal with it. Okay. Okay. I just have someone who's very sensitive about mind control, so I want to make sure we're 
I'm calling. I mean, if I get mind control, I get mind control. Obviously, I should have done better. And we can see if, and, and this is where we test out if whether or not you make a great villain or if being the good guy is what's making your dice like fight you. Like maybe your dice are gonna start overbehaving and be like, oh, hey, so I heard you join the dark side. Those around you see Nazlan's eyes become that sickly yellow. Mm. Boop, 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 boop. And then it's mm -hmm. Nazlan's turn! <sighs> Man, I had a plan, but I guess not. Alright, whatever. Okay, so Execute I gotta kill people. Where am I? Who am I? Execute the plan. Alright,レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レッツ。レ
she dodges, she beams, she bobs, she weaves, you smack her with the butt of your, your <laughs> trident. Can I smack her in the butt with the butt? Yeah, sure, you know, you can, you can, you use the momentum of your trident and swim to the side and then just uppercut and smack her in the bootay. <laughs> my fins frill, my eyes glow, <laughs> Next up, you. next up is <laughs> Balarin. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah. I'm restrained. So yes. Oh, am I, try am I able to take, am I able to take actions or am I able to break free from it? Yeah, you can try to break free from it if you want. Okay. Yeah. Um, wiggle, wiggle, it's woggle. Think, woggle, it's wiggle. It's a grapple. I think what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm, I'm going to like try to wiggle, but I see my friends fighting, and I know that's not right. Hey there, I Hi. see you just doing a little DM eyes in the corner. <laughs> Dangerous. And I am so glad that I took this spell. I'm hoping this is going to help. We'll see, we'll find out. I like, I can like barely move, but I get my hand upon my earring. <clears throat> and I go, by the will of Lucky, may your will be your own! As I cast Calm Emotion. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that it needs um, to make a wisdom save, right? So it, I can target all humanoids, and if people choose to, they can. Um, allies, allies can fail it, and basically they get cured of charmed and um, fear. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Am I technically charmed? Yeah, it's a charm. Yeah. Okay. It's like oh. a it's like a mental charm, but yeah. All right. So I choose it, or do I have to roll for something? You could choose. Uh, you to... can choose it because you... you're an ally. I choose it. I choose it very much so. Thank you. <laughs> and he's the red button. Hit it. And <laughs> bonus action, I scream, and I'm just like, "Help me out of here! We have to leave now!" Oh. Is my <laughs> as I'm squirming in panic. Soap! <laughs> <laughs> on tile floors! No carpets, just on tile floor! Yeah, you know, I'm just kind of muttering sponges, sea slugs, sea enemies. As I'm like, okay. just squirming and try to break free. But I, that's, that is my turn. Doing good jobs here. I'm happy about that, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ooh, so um, first, first, the we're back to the serpent. Its first attack is that it goes for a um, a bite attack on Noslin, and I'm pretty sure um, it 26 hits. Uh, yeah. So uh, you take four, ten points of. Of piercing damage and four points of psychic damage. Oh yeah! Wow. And yeah, I, I don't look good. And then um, it goes for a bite attack on two of the three. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. This will do. It, it tries to do a tail whip on um, no, Sonam, Sonam, but I'm pretty sure. 13 doesn't hit you. Rolled really well. I am a 14 AC, so yeah. just misses. Yeah, so it, you see this huge, just 
gargantuan tail comes sweeping across the sand, and then you you can feel it just brush your um, your dorsal tail fin, your dorsal fin, and then it's um, going to use its uh, tighten the coil on Falarin. Oh no! No! You take five more points of coil damage. And then it's Finn's turn. So, Finn. Boop. What can he do? Um, okay, okay. Nerd boy, you better save my butt. Come on. <laughs> Get a big old smooch out of it. See him swim over. He swims over. You see him poke his head over there, and um, he. This spell allows him to be in a terrible place. Oh, I realized the slashing damage wasn't the slashing. It, I could have chosen for it to be necrotic or radiant. Hmm. Uh. That's from my divine theory. Ah, oh, I love that. Oh. Should remember that for next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's what kind of barbarian you are. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That's really nice. I'm like, where's all this damage coming from? Oh, divine. Oh, divine. Okay, okay. Oh, He's divine. gonna. He, he, like, grabs, like, this ore thing and then comes over to you and, like, you see him very nervously, like. <sighs> And he swims over, and then, like, hides again, and swims over a little more, and then he goes up to the, the, the fin, um, the coil of the, where you are, Valarin, and then he puts this, um, oar in there to try to, like, wedge you free a little bit. It's nice of him to try. So, he's gonna use the help action, and, um, can Expeditions re- Retreat be cast on more than one person, or just yourself? Yeah. Just yourself. Like, okay. you pass it in the Yeah. And, um, he... You see him... Like, pull out this... This wand that's, like, kind of... Gnarled with, like, some seaweed and, and some rope or whatever. Kind of, like, waves it around a little bit. And then shoves it in his pocket. Um... Before he comes over to you, and then he actually moves like a lot faster, and he puts that um, oar in and tries to wedge you free. So you'll have the help action next time you try to break free. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And then it's Sonam's turn. Right. Yeah, it's only yourself. Yep. I am gonna attack again, and this time I'm gonna try and make it angry. So with my attacks, I'm sort of going like higher up on its face so that I, I have all of its attention squared on me because um, obvious, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad. Let me get in your face. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and do my attack. Okay, uh, do an intimidation check as well. Oh, see, excellent. To okay. see if it will come. Plus four. That's a nat 20 plus four. Woo. Yeah. That's a nat 20. <laughs> That's uh, 24. Okay, 24 to hit, or 24 damage? Uh, tw- uh, tw- 24 uh, for the uh, intimidation, right? You said intimidation? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's for the intimidation. For the intimidation, okay, yeah. Um, you, you, uh, yeah, you got his attention. 
she got his attention. You see, see it crane its head as Finn came over and tried to wedge free Valarin, but then you um, kind of wave at it with your axe and nearly like and like cut off one of its like little. I guess it would have like a whisker thing, <laughs> and it hisses and it returns its attention to you. And I uh, and all of my fins sort of like flare outward and they waver too as I like roar back at it. And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start attacking it now. Okay, it's a 17 plus uh, plus seven. Right. Yeah. Was 17 to your dice damage? Uh, 17 oh. plus 7 for, for attack. Is that a roll to attack, right? Oh, yeah, roll to attack, that's 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, yeah. And then I gotta do damage. For yeah, roll for damage. For D20. I'm choosing necrotic damage. Okay. Alright, and... That's a six plus seven, and that's plus two. That's seven to eight. eight plus seven equals a fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. <laughs> and then I'm going to do another attack. Okay. So basically, one swing, and then on the back swing, shrieking. That's a fifteen plus seven. It's twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two. That hits. Okay. Yeah. Necrotic again. That's a seven plus three. Ten. Uh, plus two. So it's ten, twelve. Okay. And I believe that will, um, and, you know, just roaring and shrieking. I'm just being the loudest and, like, my fins are as wide as they can be. I'm being the loudest and biggest thing around as a fair distraction. Okay. Not the dumbest. <laughs> Okay, it got its, um... <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. Um... Alright, yeah, so it got its, um, legendary action back, so it's gonna go and shriek again so you guys have to make another wisdom save or be consumed okay. by the hive mind what is this crazy uh, great that's a 13 plus 2 it's like a 15 right that's not terrible okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Not good for me. okay so what do we get we got a, a 15 so, um, Sonam, you, oh, no. you feel it, it surge through your mind and then you shake it off and push back against this psychic shriek in your mind. Oh, gotta, gotta roll for my- Only just slightly, it's, it's only just, like, my screaming is only just loud enough to sort of blot it out. I shriek, it shriek, I, I'll shriek, I rolled it shriek. Well. You feel- the coils of the hive mind sink into your brain as you are consumed with the only thought of murder. All right. Yeah, your eyes turn a 
bright eerie yellow and um finn in front of you is trying to get you free and he sees you just turn and look at him what do you do is it, is it my turn no this is flavor oh yeah this is flavor yeah i um slowly turn my head towards towards finn i just let out a shriek <laughs> as the fish person I am I was going to leave but it's okay could you try and escape because you would still want to murder and escape right conceivably you murder one hand I mean come on I mean you, you can try and yeah, escape still then if he's wanting to assist you with that yeah and <laughs> what did you get Noslin? hmm I see. We're doing this ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Go four. Go on. It's not a mistake. Go to four. Yep. You fall once again to the clutches of the hive mind. Malton hates herself right now. Like she can't tell, but she's gonna be like, "Oh, she's gonna regret this in the morning." That's for sure. Okay. Great. All right. Well. Is, yeah. Yeah. Charmed once again. Okay. Um. So I'm. <laughs> then it's. It's Noslin's turn. Yeah, it is. You know it. It's okay. Noslin's turn. <laughs> uh, well, I did have a plan. <laughs> but. Do the plan! <laughs> it doesn't count anymore. It's just murder, you know? Mm. Um. Alright, so you're back on the menu. I'm gonna go ahead and try I'm to delicious. attack you. It's quite delicious. Let's do the attack again. Alright, this one hits you finally. <laughs> oh, wait, right. wait, 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 wait. What? Um, yes. I'm trying sorry. to murder here. Excuse sorry. me. Sorry. So, <laughs> Calm Emotions is a concentration spell, and it says okay. that I suppress any effects that target to be charmed or frightened. Oh, okay. So, so Noslin's not charmed. Noslin is not charmed. Okay, Noslin, you're not charmed. Sure that means about me. I don't know. I'll I'll let you keep the. I mean, it, um, we'll say that um, you are you can't concentrate on on it anymore. But she is not charmed. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Sounds good. Okay. So, so am I, am I still, am I still charmed? Yeah, you are I, charmed. I think I'm okay now. I will go back to my... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe in your plan. Flavor-wise, um, Noslin, you, you felt the coils wrap around your mind again, but the spell held firm and broke that off, and then um, you felt the spell actually like fade away because then Valarin became charmed. Woo. Right. Okay. Well, so. knows I was almost about to kill her, so thank goodness. Okay. Um, what did I roll for? Dang it. Anyway. You rolled roll to hit. Yeah, I was going to attack you, but I want to keep that one because it, it would hit. Um, okay. So, but um, I'm going to hit um, aiming for... Lord Serpentis of the Wigglestrom. Is, um, is... Sorry, Lord Mouth. Oh, okay. Um, is Valarin still... Caught up in it, or did yeah? Valarin she's still kind of restrained. Escape? Yeah, I see. Okay, well, the intention was to try and save Valarin. Now that Valarin's a little crazy, I've got to do a different kind of plan. Um, 
So, Nozlin, he's going to try and get to the tail end to go to Valarin. Okay. Okay. And then, um... Okay, so, um... So, swimming around it, probably... Oh. Feeling cute now. There you go, yeah. So, I'm, I'm down where Valarin is. And, um... Well, the first thing... Can I use the bonus action first? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna use the second wind. Cool. So, it means I, I heal. Thank goodness. Yes. Alright. I heal. Oh, that's a nice number. Okay. So, 5 plus 9 is 14. I heal 14 damage. Okay. So now I'm slightly less closer to the brink of death. Yeah, it looks right. Okay. Hooray! Let's brink of deathy. Alright, and so my intention is to attack the tail. Okay. So that Valarn can be freed. Is that possible? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll Great. lower her. Yeah, if you're successful in attacking it, I'll lower the DC. Alright. Can I use the roll I had before, which I believe was a 16 plus 5, a 21? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so it hits. I mean, you roll. Woo. Yeah. Alright, it hits, so I'm gonna go ahead and do some damage. Uh, Alright. Five damage, plus my the butt end of my, my glaive. Uh, nine plus five. So the 14 hit? No. Serpent. No. No, okay. So it's just the five damage to hit the tail to, in hopes to free Valarin. Okay, yeah, you, you take your trident and, and plunge it into the the, the the fleshy tail, pull it out, and then bring your the butt end of your trident to hit it, and it, it hits the hardback scales. So next up, okay. do you want to? Is that your action? Your turn? Um, if so, I know I have extra attack. Um, and I was reading that I can grapple if I have an attack. If I do an attack and then grapple, would that work, or is it just only grapple and then the extra attack does not count? Oh, are you saying? Oh, you want to do like a grapple? I want to grab you. Yeah, you. Um, yeah, if you have the extra attack feature, you, one of your extra yeah. attacks can be a grapple right. or a shove. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and. Uh, can you knock someone prone in the water? Um. Yeah. They just. Yeah, um You can. They have to like right themselves. Yeah. They have to, yeah, they have to right themselves. Yeah. They're like. They're not prone. They're, it's more of like discombobulated. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Should I just hold on to her? Because I don't think she'll be able to break break my athletics. Um. Or should I shove her? I mean, I'm already restrained. Yeah, she's restrained in the tail. In the snake's tail. So. Oh, I thought I. Oh, I thought I freed you from the tail. Oh. Um. That action. Yeah. yeah. It. I. You did attack her with the tail, and I said. Okay. It would lower the DC. Oh, okay. Maybe I can pull off. Yeah. So you off. can. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. You can attempt right. to pull her out now. All right. I would like to use, roll for athletics then. Okay. That'll be my choice. Hey, there you go. Okay. Well, okay. you're out of the tail now. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Oh. Um, yeah. Big tears down my face. Wait, no, it moved. It was a four before. There it is. A four plus five. It's nine! Nine! You, you feel, you, you grab Valarin and, um, 
she she starts to like just bite your arm. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel her like move a little bit out, but the nine's not quite enough. Nine's not cutting it. Come on, man. She cut nine. an assist. Maybe it's a solid assist. <laughs> now it is Valarin's turn. Okay. You are in. You are now in tug of war between a sea serpent and. Um, very stubborn Nos- Triton. Yeah. Variant. And Finn's yeah. just like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I see Finn in front of me with like the oar, and I am just going to reach out towards the oar that Finn is grabbing, and I am going to pull as I try to break free from the the restraint. Okay. And I guess I have advantage because he was helping me when I was. Yeah, I technically used to have advantage. Uh, I rolled a natural 14 minus 1. So that's a 13. <laughs> um, you... With, um, you... You don't manage to break free, and it's because you're being pulled in three different directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and also you have a very long tail. So, uh, you, you, as you, like, pull yourself out... The the tail just recoils around your long tail. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, liberate thoughts. Oh wait, never mind. Your mind's not your own. Now you're thinking <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, and I'm just so mad as I like grip my own oar, and I uh, and it starts to glow green um, as I cast Shillelagh on it. It's a bonus action. Mm. So I pretty much just have it at the ready. And, I mean, that's pretty much my turn. Do I make a save at the end of my turn against this charm, or is it just on, or...? Um, uh, I will say that your friends have to help you get out of the charm. Okay. That's my turn. Technically, I'm trying. I just have to grab her. I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 just slap me! <laughs> We gotta get her out of the tail first, maybe. Okay, um, next is the serpent. Ugh. At the very least, the tail is helping, uh, reduce the potential damage that could be done by the line. Both helping and hurting. Okay. Yay. Okay. All of these are gonna hit. First is a... A, um, another sweep of the tail as it hits with a natural 20 against no. uh, Sonam. Ah, excellent. What, so that is the... What, what, what kind of damage is that? It is bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay. At least it's half. Okay, so that's... That's 20 points of bludgeoning damage halved by... So it's 10! It's 10? I still have plenty of health! Yeah, shit! Yeah, as this massive tail just buffets you and you just are raked against the the sand floor. (laughs) Okay, um... If we're all attached to the tail, do we all get it too? What? 
We all sort of bowling-balled into each other like friends. Yeah, and the next, next it goes for a bite attack, and we'll see who it, who it rolls for. Oh, it goes for first on him again, so the bite attack is piercing damage. Mm -hmm. I like the 12 hit die thing, Barbarian's God. This is very nice. So that's uh, 13 points of piercing damage and six points of psychic damage. So that's six plus six if I have one of them. So that's six plus three. That's nine, right? Yep. Okay. And it um, will use its uh, coil again on Valoran. As you take two more points of coil damage. Okay. That doesn't break the, the charm. I'm pretty sure I'll put it. Um... Then, um, it comes to Finn. And <laughs> I think Michael will like this. So Finn just sees Valarin hissing and shrieking, and he's just like, um, he, he, he like, dead eye locks with, um, Noslin, and he's like, don't tell her I did this. And then he grabs your face and gives you a big ol' smooch. <laughs> it's between you and me. <laughs> don't tell her I did this. <laughs> so, um... My eyes close. <laughs> he, what we're gonna do is contested charisma, I guess? <laughs> charisma is not very high. So funny. I That's exactly it. what this giant serpent fight needs—a big old smooch. It's got—it's got rage, it's got damage, it's got teeth, and it's got kisses. It's got everything <laughs> the basic adventure needs. Everything in one year: romance and violence. All right, he rolled a solid ten. <laughs> <laughs> of course, when I'm like mind controlled, I roll really good. <laughs> I rolled a natural 18 uh, plus two charisma, so that's a dirty 20. Okay, so I'm in it. I'm just. Um, <laughs> so flavor wise, flavor wise, we can just have you like shove him away as he leans for this, or he can kiss you and I don't know what you want to re reject him as mind controlled Malarin. Uh. I mean, yeah. We'll just say that you shove him away. Yeah, I shove him away. You shove him away. You just, like, you see him coming and you're like, ew, no. Bite <laughs> <laughs> okay. my face! <laughs> yeah, clearly. And he, yeah. um... He, uh, he can't really do anything else as a bonus action, so he is just... Please, strong boys, just rip me out! Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> Come on, Vincent, Valorin! I know you're in there! Come back! Okay. You got to believe in the power of the... 
All right, next is uh, Sonam. Yes. I uh, roll out of the uh, the silt of the uh, ocean floor and uh, uh, fins all akimbo. <laughs> Pick a bone out, uh, out of uh, out of the uh, tangle of my fins, and in my rage, still um, I uh, I spring off of uh, the bony carcasses that are around me, so I can try attacking it again. And I would like to attempt to blind it, so we could potentially stand a chance of skipping. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds cool. I like it. Cool. Going for its eyes now. I want all attention on me. Just trying to keep it ticked off. Net 20! Woo! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 It's like more damage, right? Yeah, you double your dice. Yeah, you double the dice roll. Like, oh, okay. Alright, so let me just I, go I think find... That's what we've been doing. Let me just go find more dice. Wait. I need that one. And... I need that one. I like that noise. Okay. That is two sixes, a four, and a twelve. Uh, two sixes is twelve plus twelve. Wait, no. Two sixes plus four and twelve. So two <laughs> two sixes is twelve plus four is sixteen. Okay, and then another twelve. And then another twelve is um twenty eight. Okay, and then plus four. Twenty eight is thirty two. Okay. I did that much damage. <laughs> and I chose to do radiant damage this time. Okay, cool. Yeah, you did in a burst of, um, you know, you let out this guttural war cry and flare at your fins and jump through the air and hack it, you know, hack at its eye and you, you land true and it, the, the um, blood spurts out uh, and, and mists the, the, the water around it in this bright flash. It erupts forth from your axe as the serpent groans in pain and, and careens through the air, screeching. Uh, you have blinded it. Excellent. I still have one more attack, and I'm going to continue Go on. Go for it, sweetheart. Go for it. Uh, she's, she's, she's riding on Rage Cloud 9. Yeah. <sighs> Although, all of some, some things may have to come to an end. I, that's a 7 plus a 7, and I don't know that that hits. So that's like uh, a yeah, as it's, you, you swing, and it's just careening around wildly, and you, you miss. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the blood, it's the movement, it's the jerking gyration of the angry blind animal. It's it's a lot of adrenaline, so of course. Woo. Yeah. I did it, boys! <laughs> Boop. Okay, next up is Noslin. Hi again. Huh. You might remember me. Okay, so I guess I'm just gonna continue this game with Tug of War. Tug of War. Um... I'm gonna try and pull out, you know, my good pal Valorant again. Mm-hmm. Yay. Want you giving her a smooch too? 
my charisma is big, so it's not going to be weird now. Intimidation smooch. <laughs> Love me! I'm going to... Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Never mind. I'm going to try one more time. That first one did not go. Okay, that was a nat one. I'm using the other d20. Use the other die, yeah. Yeah, use yeah, the other yeah, dice. Yeah. Go for it. I didn't do this on purpose, that's that. Oh no. Did you get another one? I need new dice. I got two nat ones. Oh my gosh. That is... I don't know. Oh, okay, just, Amazon just roll one more time. Yeah. It's like negative inspiration. What is it? Just, oh, wait, just yeah. do it in the roll. Like, tur- like negative turkeys. Didn't you say that you'd start going by lower? <laughs> like a million years ago, like in an a reverse roll. Yeah, you could. You have yeah. to, but you have to say I'm doing a reverse roll. Oh, okay. Do we dare gamble on that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know, man. This just isn't fun anymore. <laughs> Oh, all right. Um, seven plus five. Okay, that's 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 enough. After your your Thank your you. sheer struggle, you 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 like you start to just like kick at the wound that you put there, and then you yank her out, and she's like kicking and screaming, and well, I should say like thrashing and screaming, yeah, thrashing and screaming. Thrashing and oh, screaming. Like, there's like a moment you know of like clarity where like she just stares at the wound and starts like kicking it with her foot. <laughs> all right, so I pulled her out. Yes. Yeah, she's out. Yeah. Is she technically grappled, or is she just free of the coils? Um, you, I would say that you can, if you want to restrain her in your arms, you can have her grappled. Yeah. Okay, I want to hold her. Okay, yeah, you yeah. can hold her. Hold the wiggly one. Yeah. I'm ah. holding her so that I think, he, like, as a, as a fighter, you would be able to do that. Okay, yeah. great. Great, and then just as a, a free action, she's just gonna to shout really loudly, like, we gotta go! Not the place to say it. Anyway. Now that we've got our cleric. <laughs> okay, we got the cleric free, and um, now got it's cleric, now it's Volard's <laughs> turn. Uh, I'm going to dock her. Hi. She's holding me. I don't like being held. <laughs> I don't like being kissed. I don't like being held. I'm a very non-romantic oh, person when I'm under the flail. <laughs> <laughs> I am the reverse. I am serpent mind. Yeah, I rolled a... Yep, that's an 18. Hmm. Jesus. <laughs> you do very well. Are you, are you rolling to whack her? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's on my control. Yeah, okay. Oh, you hit me while I, Yeah, you can hit me while I'm grabbing. <laughs> Um, hopefully it's not- oh gosh, of course I roll high for my damage. Uh, yep. That's 11 points of damage. Oh. Ow. That's wild. I'm sorry. Oof. That's my shillelagh as I, like, as you're, like, oh, holding right. me, as I just, like, have my glowing ore, and I just go, and just smack her. Ow. Uchi Georgie. Uchi Georgie, yep. Well, at least I have you. Yep, you're holding firm. Yep. Um, Just want to tell Finn to get the dang ore away from her. (laughs) Okay, so... Now it's back to the serpent's turn. He's blinded, so his attacks are at disadvantage. I guess it could be a lady dragon. I mean, sea serpent. Okay, so the first one misses. 
So we're both eights. Okay, this depends on who it hits. Oh, okay. This actually hits Valoran. Uh, does an 18 hit Valoran? That, um, that meets my AC. Okay. So... My AC is 18. Okay, so... You get... Uh, as it's thrashing around, you get buffeted by its body as it um, technically uses a tail whip on you, and you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Final attack. It was like instant karma. You Ow. hit your friend, it hits you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and third attack is on another tail whip. As it goes for, uh, hits with a 22, it hits, um, Sonom. Yep, Sonom. Yeah. Do I, do I save against the charm when, is it just when my allies hit, hit me, or if they do, like, an action to try to break it, or? Yeah, yeah, your allies have to help you. Okay. So, don't worry, I got you. Okay, um... That's, uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. So, six. Two... Two Sonom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, uh... Is so that six? Two? Yeah, that's six. Ah, getting up there in the numbers, you guys. <laughs> and we're gonna come to Finn. And Finn comes up to Valarin and he says, I'm so sorry. And then he's just gonna slap you across the face. Yay, oh. Good. <laughs> Don't tell her I did this either. Quite <laughs> the date we're on right now. Hey, that's actually hitting you with the natural 20. <laughs> he's like, Don't tell her I did this either. <laughs> I mean, no, no roll required. Just whack. <laughs> you feel this sharp pain across your face as your cheek stings, and he's like, you, his hands go around your shoulders. And he's just like, are you okay? Ah, uh, what's going on? Let's get out of here. We're going. That's what's going on. And then you guys begin to flee. Yes. So and whack me on my way out, or is it too blind to realize I'm I'm scuttling away once I see my comrades are free? It is um blind. It's pretty much blind at this point, so it's thrashing around. And um you guys go beyond the shipyard, um, swimming around the debris and watching as the sea serpent goes crazy, its long tail lashes against the ground, sending more shipwrecks down into a crumbling heap. The, uh, the trenches open to basically this wide abyss. <laughs> and it's just you, a black trench, and on the other side, it's 60 feet long, is the vessel. You found the submarine. And you guys all swim frantically to it. So let's have everyone, I guess, I guess we'll do like contested um, speed or something, or just do dex, just do dex checks. Yep. That's a 16 plus one, 17. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I also got a 17. Okay. Finally. Okay. 
So Christmas, Kristen is oh, getting oh. a few dice sets from all of her friends. <laughs> I have other ones. I don't know why these ones hate me right now. Mm -hmm. They're a pretty color. I don't get it. Well, did you wash them in the blood of your enemies and pray to Kahulu before the game? Not today. Well, the elder tribute. All right, what do we get? I got a 14. 14. Finn got a 14. What did Nosling get? I got 17 as well. Okay. Yeah, All right. So we got 17 and 14. All right. Yeah. So you guys managed to break free from the serpent and swim frantically to the other side. It, uh, you you then go into it's um, the there's the trench of just abyss the abyssal trench you cross that and now you're on um, the other side of the serpentine trenches and the the vessel is really big like you didn't think it would be this big it's it's massive it's like you, people could people could live on this thing. And you, you watch it, and it's slowly, it can, like, articulate, actually, like, very subtly. It's not just a straight, long tube. It can actually, like, move a little bit. It has these joints to it. So it can traverse very carefully through the trenches. Um, and it's going really, really slow. Okay. Hmm. The serpent then releases another howl, shriek, and then um, swims. And you have one final scare as it comes past you and just dives deep into the abyss and vanishes. And I just like imagine like as we're running, just like, I mean, since we're underwater, just like a small stream of just like, of like <laughs> mist yep. like following us as we're just like bleeding out <laughs> let's we found our quarry let's take some time and recover okay so you guys sit we sit Sonam just sort of <laughs> sits down and then just deflates a little like <laughs> right why do I why am I picturing you like my cat as he sits there and all of his features just get a little squished get comfortable oh, so are you guys doing Jocelyn is just uh what, what HP was she at alright okay I have, yeah. I have 10 HP left okay so Nazlin is just kind of just like, you know, she's she's muscling through it, she's being strong for, you know, whoever she can be. And, uh, I guess Finn is basically unscathed, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Finn got out of there, and then, uh... He got, it, he got a little something so, out of there, um... um <laughs> so Nazlin is just going to... He's just like, you know, she... She's injured, but she's ignoring it, and she's just probably going to... <clears throat> see who's more injured and just go to them. So I'm assuming that's Valarin, because I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have 25 HP left. We're still fine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Sodom looks pleased enough. Barbarian helped us run. 
Yeah, okay. it's going to go to it's gonna go to Valarin and just like he's gonna like no like go to her and like meet her eyes and like hey stay with us okay can you handle this are you okay yes just, yes know. of course did I try to hurt you at all it, it was all it, easy I don't you didn't hurt me as much as the well the Nazlin is. Nazlin remembers uh, when her mind was snatched right then, and she's just kind of like, uh, she doesn't want to think about it. And so she's like, you're fine. It's okay. And she just kind of stares at the giant whale, trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. I'm gonna roll some hit dice. Because, yeah, I'm not looking for good. I'm gonna save my spells for you. <laughs> the snake come back. Wow, that's really crappy. Alright. So that four of you clamor into the narrow passage of the trenches and cower under the shadow of um, just uh, the, the serpent. It hisses another psychic scream, and it seems softer as though at a distance, this this shriek. And then it, um, the serpent lurks around for a bit, and it, but it can't seem to find you since it's been blinded. And after several rounds of passing, it goes and sinks into the dark abyss. So, you now stand at the vessel. The bronze-colored contraption is nothing like you've seen before. It's harsh, square angles, it's sickly, metallic hue. Everything about it is, is kind of wrong to you and foreign. Um, you didn't realize how massive it was until you're standing next to it. It makes you feel very small. And it's moving but at a really slow pace you can easily swim alongside it and keep pace it's almost like a giant you know like loping beast it's just steadily going but it lacks like breath and movement that is natural so it's a little eerie to be next to something like this um then um finn examines the side of the vessel and um, after a preliminary, preliminary examination, he grafts onto what is a handle and pulls out a rod, a rod that's covered in seaweed from his pocket. And he says, well, the, the coven mother had Hogar make this for us. And he, he gestures everyone to come close. This is going to make an air bubble around us. So we need to open the door and get inside. Um, but it's only got like a... 10-foot circumference, so everyone get pretty close. Oh, gosh. Okay. So you right. gather close. Like you like each other. Gather close, and then he twists the rod in his hand, and uh, uh, he twists a small bobble at the top of it, and it's like a, a bubble comes from the bobble and just washes over everyone, like a soap bubble, and then you're encased in this air bubble. And he, he kind of, like, um, grabs the there's like a wheel thing to like unlock it and he's just like can 
you know, he, he grabs it and just does not budge at all. <laughs> and then he's like, he looks over at both of you and he's like, do you, do you mind? Sonam just like, her hand, it looks like it's gonna close over his, but it just like next to his and just pulls. Yeah, so it, it gives way and then it comes to like a little clank clank and, and um, and so then he, huh, I, I guess it must be locked. Um, anyone have any ideas? So that part is locked. Oh, okay. So, um... Slowly raises axe. <laughs> By uh, the way, when the serpent was still looking for them, there's just like this small, please smile on Sonam's face. It's like, oh, mm, oh yeah, it's all coming back to me now. But, mm. um, it's like, oh, any ideas? Sonam just sort of like, raises... <laughs> raises an uh, axe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, actually, um, here, you put your axe hilt there. Yeah, he's like, he, look, next to it, there's like a little hole, and he's like, I think it's just a latch, so we just need to lift the latch. And so, um, he has Noslin take her trident and put it in there, and she lifts it, and then you turn, and then it opens, and you guys step into the vessel. And. Excellent. That's where we're gonna end. Hey! Yay! We survived! Ah. We did it! We did it! I blinded a serpent! I'm proud of you. We sure did. Thanks. There you go. Alright, well, let's go around and talk about what we liked that other people (laughs) did. (laughs) I'm enjoying Valoran a lot. I think she's funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so much fun to play. Um, I very much enjoyed the the little dream sequence. Pretty much daydream sequence. It was just a full-on story of Sonam. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to listening to that over the the vibe. Yeah, I had um, Serena write that. I, I mean, I just said prepare a memory, and she, and she chose to write it out. Yeah, that's so, a lot uh, more work than I put in this <laughs> <laughs> I you barely put in any work. I just showed up and made stuff up on the road. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> doing great. It works fine. Doing it great. works fine, yeah. We're all good. Yeah, that's like, great. Victor's all about making stuff up. You're rolling dice. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Serena, was there someone that you really liked? Uh, I really did like that kiss attempt that I tried to do. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's really cute out of the left field. Yeah, but, um, um, I guess over a table, out of game. Yeah, there's a there's a thing between me and Finn. Or was it Finn? Or... <laughs> I thought you just liked him and he <laughs> just doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Was there a thing? Do we have history? No, we, we've had, we've had We're history. making history. Oh, okay. You'll have to talk. I, I, I should have. You should tell me about that. <laughs> I think. Ah, it's hard to choose because I really like what's happening with, um, like, Grousey McGrouser up there. It's really fun to, like, watch how, how like, you're the straight man and, and, and like, the whole, like, I'm. So I'm Batman. I don't have time for jokes. And meanwhile, like, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, we like 
Got the I flash know. and like a gold, uh, uh, booster gold here, just like vibing. <laughs> and I like how Valarin has sort of like this kind of, I don't know if you meant it, but like there, it feels like there's a little bit of this two-facedness in the cloister of like uh, of like the clerics. It's like all oh. <laughs> definitely with um, what's her name, Hogar. Definitely with Hogar. Yeah. <laughs> you but can. I, uh, yeah, I think what really uh, won for my interest was. Um, yeah, you really stick to the whole Batman shit. <laughs> so I, I'm Hilarious. thinking that like those are the three things I really like, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Batman over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never thought of her as Batman, but I, I can it. feel it. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. I have to get back. I mean, Nazan is very brooding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, great. I like it. Like, where I should be. And I need to go back, and that's the only thing like, he cares bro. about, frankly. His name is not Kenny. It is Kenny. Yeah, I, I like that Kenny is just like, bro, you need to chill. No, are you Are you no, crazy? I will not chill. <laughs> go. Uh, Kristen. Well, I am, I guess that she chose me. Um, I am having fun as Noslin because I don't know. Every time I make a D and D character, they always have to be some sort of like a, either they're super serious or something. And so this is just more of it, honestly. This is just um, it turned up a little bit. Mm. Like really lean into it to the point where it's like, what's it called? Camp. Like lean into the camp just a little bit. Like yeah. <gasps> I don't know. She's not a camp person, but anyways, I appreciate. I'm glad that she's, she's appreciated. Clamp. <laughs> no. Goodness. Anyway. Um, anyway, so for my vote, I definitely want to vote for Serena Lissanum. First of all, that piece of literature that you created for this, I was just kind of like sitting back like, I didn't know I had to prepare a whole speech. <laughs> it was like really cool. So I was like, okay, that was really good writing. And then, of course, you blinded the serpent with your awesome barbarian damage and just, you know, like, obviously yeah, I wasn't was... very useful as much as I tried. So, I mean, yeah, that's, all the that's how dice for being a yeah, that's how the dice works. With a cool backstory, who kicks butt, and that's just everything I wish that I had going on. But hey, I had a couple that one, so I had some flavor. Yeah, sometimes it just just does that. I was out of the fight most of the time. The only clutch thing I did was calm emotions. Yeah, <laughs> that saved. That obviously yeah. saved it because I had some bad. The bad luck. Yeah. The bad luck hit the guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it happens. So, that's uh, like the kind of survival horror that I tried to do. I don't think it was like particularly scary, but I wanted to. Hey, we almost died. Where so. Yeah, did you like the manatees? I love the manatees. That's one of my favorites. Somehow you made manatees spoopy. <laughs> and they're just like awkwardly all look at us and then not look at us. I'm like, what's going on here? Just gonna figure it out. Talk to this manatee. Stop talking back to me. Speak gibberish. I cast this spell. Come on. All right. Great job. I enjoyed everyone. All right. We're gonna wrap up for now. Thanks for watching. Hi, this is Tigna, your DM. Thank you for watching Dungeon Damsels. This is not the end of the session, so please stay tuned for the next part. We update on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
If you're interested in supporting us more, please push the subscribe button, like, or comment. We also have a Patreon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and our show is in podcast form. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and plenty of other podcast platforms. Thanks. We hope to hear from you soon. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 